Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Teen Whisper Show, a podcast for podcasters. This podcast will teach you about content creation, marketing, guest collaboration, and how you can build a full-on business through podcasting. Now, let's go to our host, Jeffrey Bupathi. So welcome to the show, uh, Dilip and Pooja. Thank you so much for coming out to the podcast. And guys, these guys have a podcast which reached like more than two uh, lakh listens and they have a podcast for cooking shows. Like they tell uh, stuff and it was really weird because I always wondered like, even when I see and cook something, my kitchen will, whole kitchen will burn. But these guys are doing a podcast <laughs> out of it. So it's really interesting and intriguing out of that. So please tell a little bit about yourself and your podcasting area so far. Okay, so I think let I'll let Pooja start because uh, you know the taste of India is uh, her baby, as in <laughs> she's the one who's been managing it. Uh, so I think it is better if she kind of takes us through uh, the journey on the taste of India. Hey Jeffrey, it's really nice to be here on the show. Uh, so let me start. Uh, actually, the taste of India. Uh, we started this, uh, you know, blogging this platform basically from uh, in the year of 2008. So since then, uh, we started this uh, doing a blogging. And I think this podcast journey, we started uh, in the year of uh, 2015. Right. So, uh, you know, since my uh, better half is a big foodie, I must say. So obviously, uh, I had to start this, uh, you know, blog. Uh, but the actual reason behind this was that, like, uh, I had to leave my nine-to-five job. So that is when uh, we decided to go for this blogging, actually. Right, right. And uh, this podcast, if I tell you, uh, the reason behind uh, this, why we started this podcast, in fact, cooking podcast, recipe podcast, because uh, we thought this is... Uh, a good option uh, for those who uh, you know who is not able to contribute time uh, you know watching videos right. and then cooking so we thought uh, it's better to start uh, you know give something new to the audience that's right so, so uh, actually you know just to just to give you a background as in i have been into the internet uh, space since 2002 okay so uh, that's when, as in i am an affiliate marketer and a blogger so uh, I build niche affiliate marketing websites, uh, you know, maybe four, five, six page websites, which basically targets a specific niche and promotes affiliate marketing. So in 2008, she was working with an insurance company. And in 2008, uh, after our baby, uh, she couldn't join back because she had to take care of the baby. And that's where this, uh, you know, what do I do now uh, question came. And uh, it was a casual conversation because she liked cooking. And uh, when she was speaking to me, I just told her, okay, if that is the case, then start a recipe blog. And she, you know, was interested. So I knew the technical know-how of it. So we started the Taste of India 2008. And it was going fine. We were looking at different ways to drive traffic to the blog. And uh, I had started podcasting in uh, 2012. So... That was when I had an affiliate marketing podcast, which I, I, I had run almost for almost about two to three years. So, you know, uh, what? as in we were just uh, watching a, uh, actually a movie. Uh, it, it was a movie starring Amitabh Bachchan. And yeah. uh, in that movie, there is a scene where, uh, you know, he uh, plays the radio and on the radio, there is a cooking show. As in, so they're teaching how to uh, cook. 
and uh, while as in it's basically i think it was making omelet or something yeah yeah actually there is an actress uh, right. who uh, by so, mistake uh, while he was cooking there is this actress who is behind the scene what she does is she keeps changing the channel from the recipe uh, uh, radio channel to a yoga. a yoga channel so when we were watching that movie all of a sudden it stuck and you know she often when she's used to cook in the kitchen she would say that so watching or video and cooking together doesn't work so what she would do is she would often uh, plug in the earphone listen to it and uh, make recipes so that's when it kind of stuck i as in the conversation started saying why don't we start a podcast on uh, the taste of india that is where that idea came in and then the taste of india podcast started yeah <laughs> wow wow that's awesome i guess i guess you know i do believe that you know movies sometimes can be magical uh, i mostly believe in romantic movies because of my age probably <laughs> but this really uh this really is uh, something great so jumping out before jumping on to the uh, marketing aspects and all of that stuff i would just want to ask because the valentine day is also coming on because this question must be something that's really should be asked how to become a power couple like you like this couple goals that you made like it's not easy i mean like people do post a lot of stuff on instagram like you know just click a selfie or whatever it is but my uh, you know sort of favorite couple goal is you know starting a business together and all of that stuff so how to make this happen i mean like i had the story but that should be some something that should be there now how to make this happen so see it's uh, i would say it is how you uh, your, your as in how your frequencies match yeah so a lot of times it might not always match but then what you need to do is you need to identify what are those common areas uh, you know of interest then whatever is not the common area between the two of you you will have to share those as in those things between the two of you for example you know i might be somebody who's extremely who likes technical stuff but she is not somebody who's technical at all so in that case you know it is the between the two of us we need to identify what are those things that we have in common for example we like uh, talking yeah. or we like conversing about uh, you know stuff history all of those things so that's something in common so when that happens we say okay this is an area of interest but if i am to put that into perspective and uh, build a business maybe around that theme which is a common theme how do we go about doing it now in that there will be some things that i might be you know i might like to do i i can do and there are some things that she might be able to do we then distribute yeah, the work between the two of us and then we can go ahead and do it and uh, you know to your question on how as in how as a couple you can start uh, a, a business that requires a lot of time uh, you need to spend a lot of time together talking to each other and uh, you know sharing because there will be a lot of uh, there are in fact between the two of us there are, there were a lot of uh, moments or lot lot of times when we were extremely disappointed uh, you were down you know it is important that you talk to the each other you you match each other if you're not able to do that then the two of you are pulling on to in in two different directions and it just 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 doesn't work wow wow that's great i'll be showing i'll be trying to promote this in the valentines day so i think <laughs> this is this will be a good clip to promote on that so jumping on to the marketing aspects um so what are the first steps that you took while promoting the show because like you said it's a new niche because you know uh, listening to cooking and doing all of that uh, people love to do that but what are your first steps like something you did different from other people you already did 
The first step, I guess it was the email marketing, right? Uh, that is how we started uh, promoting our uh, uh, podcast, basically. Right. So, uh, you know, just to expand on what, what Pooja just said. So, we had a blog that we had started uh, in 2008. So, from 2008 till 2015, uh, the blog was doing well. And, you know, we had faced some issues with the blog as in primarily from a, you know, a website uh, hosting and all of those problems. But what was what we didn't lose is that we had an email list that we had built using the blog. So the email list had uh, about four and a half, five thousand people on the list. And what we initially did is, and when we had uh, planned to start the podcast, so what the two of us did is that, uh, you know, we had this idea. So she reached out to her uh, circle, her friends, uh, relatives, acquaintances, and I did the same at my end. We did a, uh, a small, I, I wouldn't call it a, a formal survey, but then we checked with people on how interested they would be to listen to a podcast or an audio on, on, on recipes. So we got good response from them and that's where we put the entire idea in, into uh, perspective. And then when the podcast was launched uh, and you know I had gone through this entire how to get your podcast in the new and noteworthy and all of those things because there were a lot of tips around that in, in uh, 2000. Uh, you know, 15, 16. So what we did is we produced about four episodes together as in we batch produced it and we released all those, all of those four episodes. And then she reached out to her circle. I reached out to my circle. We sent across an email to get the first audience in. So, you know, the first couple of episodes, that's where we got the audience. And when we got the audience, what we, all that we did is we went, reached out to them and, uh, you know, asked them to, uh, help us as in let others know about this podcast so that was where that initial kick came in uh, in terms of the promotion and then after that i think um, the regular promotional methods is something that we've employed over the the last uh, few years as three four years and that's how uh, it's worked yeah hmm, nice uh, just, just curious uh, any competition that you had because obviously a household when uh, you know i'm not being trying to be anything but you know when they do that obviously uh, someone who is in the neighborhood would be saying like look at her she's doing so much probably we should do that so any competition you had because i'm really interested knowing how do you overcome about all of this i mean like having a big email list is great you have a great conversion rate so that you know people listen to you, all of that stuff but any competition that you had that you have to make sure that you are you know overcoming it anything that you did See, in, in terms of competition, I would say we are lucky because uh, I till now I haven't seen any, any uh, recipe uh, podcast, basically. Correct, recipe podcast. I mean, and specifically uh, where, you know, uh, you have to tell about the recipe exactly, the ingredients and methods and all stuff. At least in from an Indian market perspective. Now, yeah. there were a couple of uh, podcasts, which is in the, the US, market, US market, which yeah. is something that we had actually, and they were video podcasts primarily. That, that was available on iTunes, Apple Podcast now. So uh, we had gone through that then, but otherwise there wasn't a lot of competition. But, you know, overall, if you look at it from a food blogging perspective, there in fact is a lot of uh, competition there. And it's, it's a very competitive niche. So, uh, you know, we were thinking that maybe uh, podcasting, once we start up, we'll also see a lot of people coming in. But maybe because of the, you know, the entire idea of audio as in not as in 
it, it wasn't widely accepted by people and there weren't a lot of people who were uh, looking at creating audio content. Maybe that's why we were a little lucky uh, and hence we did not have a lot of competition. Nice, nice. You know, uh, looking at the, your Instagram and when you mentioned that the Taste of India podcast reached around like, you know, two lakhs listens, our, this is something that is really kind of contradicting. So for a podcast which reached around like two lakhs listens and all of that, I thought the Instagram account, you know, probably should have like more than 10,000 followers or 20,000 followers, just just an, an idea that I'm having. But uh, US is really de- dense. I mean, like you have a limited number of posts, still a lot of followers, you know, that ratio is really high. I mean, how do you connect with those audience? Is it through any still emails or still the blog comments or how do you connect them? Well, uh, it's podcasts, the major stuff. How do you connect your audience to them? Yeah, it's email and uh, obviously uh, like uh, uh, comments, uh, especially because uh, uh, we get comments on the blog. So that is the main thing, I think. Right. And to, to your point on, uh, so I'll, I'll tell, uh, tell you how uh, we have marketed uh, on as in the podcast on social media. So, you know, we weren't really uh, focused on promoting the podcast per se on uh, any of the social media uh, platforms. So we were doing it, but uh, what we were in fact doing is just promoting the Taste of India as a brand. Yeah. We, we weren't specifically promoting podcasts. Actually, our motive was to, you know, uh, like... Uh to get audience uh, to our website, basically. Right. So, drive, drive the traffic to our website. So, that is how my entire marketing strategies work. And so far as Instagram is concerned, Instagram, as in we, have, we haven't been very active until about a couple of years. Uh, right? yeah. I think one and a half years is when we've started, uh, as in we've gotten into Instagram a little, uh, as in uh, seriously. But otherwise, uh, <clears throat> How we engage with our audience, it's primarily through our email list and our email and, uh, you know, for us, the email list that we have is our biggest uh, asset, which is what helps us in getting repeat listens. Uh, and, you know, to some extent, the, the blog as well, because uh, we keep promoting the blog, blog posts on Facebook, we are on, as we are doing that on, uh, you know, Twitter, we have that on Instagram. Yeah. and. Pinterest is our is biggest major. traffic source because uh, Pinterest is where we've been continuously focusing on and that is the biggest traffic source. So followed by search engine, uh, you know, uh, SCRP. So uh, these two are the organic traffic that, that is driven to the, uh, to the blog. blog. And on the blog, we have the podcast. So naturally, the, the podcast listens goes up. And that's how we've been engaging with our audience as well. Cool, cool. Uh, I'll definitely come back to the website and the Pinterest stuff. I want to ask more about it. But before that, uh, Pooja, this question is specifically for you. So you mentioned this recipe cooking. Uh, it's actually my first time. I am not too much into cooking, but of course in eating. But if in case, <laughs> if someone is so interested uh, in starting their own recipe cooking, uh, it, can, it doesn't have to be a podcast, maybe a YouTube channel, or it can be anything. Um, what are the first steps that they have to take to build that uh, particular, like, you know, uh, the way that brand that you have created and all of the sort of stuff, any tips on that? Uh, I exactly, I didn't understand what, uh... yeah. So probably to start a recipe cooking show, okay. it doesn't necessarily be, have to be a podcast. It can be a YouTube channel or a blog, which you're mentioning. So what should people do in the first steps to do? Uh, first of all, you know, to start a blog or a podcast or a YouTube channel. First of all, one should have a, a have an interest, you know, uh, like if you have an interest in something, 
then only you can uh, start uh, these kind of blog. In fact, uh, obviously food blog. So since I had uh, interest in cooking, and in fact, uh, cooking was an experiment for me. So I, I love, you know, to uh, uh, make a particular uh, recipe in, uh, in, very, in many different ways. So I believe that to start a blog or a YouTube channel or anything like that, one should have an interest. Great. Uh, just want to make a comment. Please don't take it seriously. And who was the person who experimented uh, with all of that stuff? <laughs> Someone must have gone through that. Yeah, for, for all, for all the food experiments, for, all for the food experiments, I'm the guinea pig. <laughs> well, all men should give a thumbs up in the comments, you know, or send a message on Instagram after listening to this. Definitely. Uh, uh, but just curious, I want to, you know, go deep on what is actually this recipe cooking? Uh, this concept or recipe cooking or uh, what is actually that uh, so uh, what as what, in, what is recipe cooking yeah like what does it mean uh, i'm just trying to ask recipe cooking means like uh, uh, you mean to say podcast uh, what we do no no like uh, what do you do in recipe cooking okay. what's the in that yeah. basically what i do is like uh, uh, just to give a precise uh, you know uh, i i cook food like in daily, uh, daily life, whatever I cook, right? So I, uh, you know, take a picture of it. And uh, obviously I have to write exactly how I made it uh, uh, from the measure, measurement to uh, how exactly I cooked that uh, particular recipe. And obviously I talk about uh, the detail, of, uh, you know, of that recipe, like uh, from where this recipe belongs. Uh, like so, let's suppose the uh, uh, just uh, I think last week I posted a recipe uh, called Litti Chokha, uh, which is very famous in Bihar. So uh, obviously I elaborate there that how this recipe uh, from where this recipe came from, and uh, so that is uh, what I do, you know, uh, like in that blog post. Yeah, it's 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 essentially you know audio as in uh, you you normally see people making food different kind of recipes on YouTube. So this is audio where audio uh, we've only we only created an audio version. We talk people through uh, the entire uh, cooking journey, Process. saying what are the ingredients that are there, what are the uh, steps involved, how to go about every step to cook that recipe, and you know things that they need to know about that specific recipe and um, as in things around that that uh, that specific recipe. And in fact, uh, you know, in cooking podcast, basically what we do is like uh, just to, you know, keep it more interesting. Uh, we uh, talk about different kind of stories or some facts or, you know, some parenting tips. So, you know, that is how you uh, get your audience, uh, you know, engaged, more engaged. So those who are, who likes recipe, they can uh, listen to the podcast. Those who are interested in stories, they can, uh, you know, uh, listen to the podcast. Wow, that's great. I guess you can connect to large, wider audience than just uh, cook people who are just cooking. That's great. So what are your demographic? You said you are, you just created a dish from Bihar, like something related to Bihar. So is it you are just uh, targeting the people from north or just south or experimentation in a sense like all area <laughs> no, around the world? Just curious. Nothing specific like that because, you know, the taste of India, like it's obviously uh, like from all around, you know, like be it Bihar, South India, North India, East India. So uh, in my blog, basically, uh, like it's all about uh, different kind of recipes from all around India. And it's, it's 
all vegetarian recipes. All vegetarian recipes. So. And just to give you a perspective, so you know, uh, she's basically from North India, okay, and uh, you know, she's, she's from, from Bihar, and I'm from South India, but I've been born and brought up in North India. So uh, you know, since as in uh, after marriage, she's been exposed to a lot of South Indian dishes, and uh, that way, as in, today she has exposure to mostly all North Indian dishes, pretty much every South Indian dishes, as in that covers all part of South India. So. Overall, you know, and that's the concept behind that, as in that name as well. You know, when we uh, registered the domain, the Tastes of India, and when we put together the intro. So if you listen to the intro, you will realize that in the intro, we say that we are uh, connecting every part of India through food and uh, some of the interesting stories that we talk about. So uh, that is the, the concept of the podcast. So we, we cover every in, type of Indian food from different regions, uh, but only vegetarian food. And I think, you know, food is something, you know, is the best thing to connect with somebody. <laughs> Being <sure>. from anywhere <laughs> you are, uh, that is something you can connect really easily. So that is how our journey started <laughs> with this food blog and food podcast. Well, that's nice because I can totally relate to that because uh, I, I have uh, uh, my co-founder. She is from North India. Okay. So she what she always does is that whenever she's actually hungry and she's eating something she, she doesn't like, she watches very food blo- food blogs. <laughs> she watches that and eat thinking that that's the food that's in the plate. And she <laughs> plate. So possibly I can exactly agree that, you know, food something. I mean, like she has, she, I don't know why she loves Pakistani food. She loves Italian food. She just loves everything. Whatever she loves, she just watches and she eats eat it. I mean, it's so, yeah, I guess uh, I can exactly agree on that. So, uh, Dilip, coming to the points that we mentioned, like about the Pinterest marketing, which you said, like, that's the important uh, strategy, like the organic growth. Uh, can you just elaborate a little bit on that? So, uh, see, Pinterest uh, for us has been the largest source, as in it was the largest source of traffic until about uh, a year back. But now, across the last one year, search engine has kind of taken over from Pinterest. But having said that, so Pinterest, uh, not a lot of people are use Pinterest for marketing. But the fact is that uh, Pinterest is is uh, it is usually considered as a social media. But uh, the fact is that Pinterest is not a social media. In fact, it is a kind of a search engine. It's a kind of an image search engine. So. What we've done is, and uh, you know, when we were uh, looking at promotional strategies, what we found was that for anything that uh, had a good image, it is easier for you to promote it on Pinterest. And we found that there were a lot of people, uh, specifically from fashion, uh, from the fashion industry, from food blogging industry, who were, as in, uh, clicking pictures. Who's uh, because, anyways, we had to click pictures. And for a food blog, we would, uh, you know, click almost about five to six different pictures of the food. And, you know, there is a lot of uh, editing and all that goes into the, in the into the uh, photographs as well. So, you know, what we felt is that when uh, food photographs can generate that amount of traffic or any photograph can generate that amount of traffic. And we, if we aren't using that, as in we've already put in that effort, if we are you aren't using that effort that we've put in to generate traffic to our website and I think we are we are uh, doing a grave injustice to us so that's where we started looking at how Pinterest marketing works and we found that uh, you know 
uh, the, the photographs that we were posting there could get good traction. We could get uh, traffic to the uh, to the blog. So we started developing on uh, you know whatever we could learn in terms of Pinterest marketing, and uh, then we so we started using Pinterest uh, for driving traffic. So you know uh, what what I think is that Pinterest isn't something that is being used a lot by a lot of people, but it can be an extremely good traffic source if you understand how to do it. Yeah, because Pinterest is something you know it's a it's really a good source of uh, traffic. And you know, she spends almost uh, almost four to five hours. Yeah, I mean to do Pinterest. Four to five hours, yeah. Only on only in terms of promoting as in Pinterest on Pinterest, and that's why I said as in we haven't been concentrating a lot on Instagram. Instagram. And because there are some challenges in terms of uh, you know the the options available on Instagram, which is not something that is there on Pinterest. So we found Pinterest to be a little more fluent. Uh, in terms of promoting our, our content. And that's why uh, we've been concentrating on Pinterest. Whoa, 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 whoa. So sorry for the interruption. I'd just like you to know that if you're a brand or an individual who requires micro-content creation services or you want someone to repurpose your content in an effective way, then Jeffrey's here to help you. Now enjoy the rest of your episode. Yeah, I can agree because uh, when I was using Pinterest, like even though I was just pinning the, you know, post and all of that, creating some boards, I didn't create something. I just pinned all of that. And I was having like monthly views of thousand and all of that. I mean, like, how can I have monthly views of thousand? So possibly it's not my content. Still, people are coming into my profile, my boards, and they are checking it out and saving it, how it works and all. And everyone is clicking pictures of their food nowadays. I mean, like if you go to a restaurant, just to make sure that other person's (laughs) stomach is burning, they post, (laughs) take the pictures and post it on Instagram and you don't do that so i guess it's, it's become common so yeah that's that's really interesting because i've never actually c- come across uh pinterest strategies for podcasting or you know the way to uh you know do marketing strategies for that so yeah that's that's really an interesting point uh just one one or two things before closing is that uh so website which you mentioned like you're driving all the traffic to your website so anything that you're offering there or anything your way of monetization anything happening there the main sole reason behind it yeah, see, uh, our, our primary monetization happens on the blog itself. And that's why, as in, we've been running this business for this long because, uh, you know, our the income that we are generating is kind of primarily coming in from the, the blog itself. So, you know, when it comes to podcasting and blogging for us, it's, it's kind of an uh, intertwined strategy where we are using both to drive traffic to each other and to engage our audience. So on the blog, uh, what what we have been doing is, uh, sometime back until about uh, I think two and a half years back, we had used a lot of Google Adsense on uh, the blog. Google Adsense was an income generation uh, method for us there. But then uh, you know the the conversions weren't great, and the effort, uh, as in it, it it wasn't converting at the rate that we wanted to. So we were doing affiliate marketing there then. But after that, what we did is, and it was kind of, uh, you know, intruding into the overall customer experience as well. As in even uh, some of our very close, uh, you know, relatives, friends came back and told us that, you know, at times those ads at some uh, awkward places are kind of ruins that entire experience. So what we did is we stopped the Google AdSense. Uh, We aren't using Google AdSense anymore, but we 
primarily use uh, 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 affiliate marketing on the blog. And in terms of what we are offering, so uh, you know, like what I said, our primary strategy today is uh, we drive people to our blog. We have free ebooks there, uh, kids recipe ebook that we have. We have some other uh, cookbooks as well, which we are offering for free in return for an email. So people subscribe, and uh, then they go into an autoresponder where they get a series of uh, emails. And it's not just about food, but we are also promoting some, uh, you know, food blogging as well. So we have something free to offer in terms of food blogging guide as well there. So we then segment this audience and accordingly market to them using our autoresponder. Now on the blog we have we promote a lot of Amazon products. Uh, you know, we, we as part of the Amazon affiliate program, we promote a lot of Amazon products which are as in in line with the niche in terms of yeah, related to food or industry right so like for example you know when we are cooking something if we, if there is a uh, you know of oven correct. so uh, we just uh, yeah we'll promote a, 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 a specific oven on that post uh, and we also have written specific posts on uh, you know products Product individual use, products yeah. uh, in addition to that we also product some of these uh, promote some of these uh, you know other products like for example uh, keto books you know, for people who are interested in low carb dieting and all of that. So there, there are a lot of affiliate links that are spread across these posts. There are some, you know, affiliate images that are there on the blog. So these are uh, sources through which we actually make money. And uh, for our repeated audience, to your question, if we offer anything on the blog, we offer some of these free cookbooks uh, so that we can capture the audience uh, into an email autoresponder and then uh, further market to them. And Using that email as well, what we do, we keep promoting some of these affiliate products on the email as well. Wow, wow, that's that's really I you know it just came as an eye opener. Like, everyone is like you know posting something like to attract the audience. They will be like email marketing is dead, and like SEO is dead, and all of that stuff. I mean, like it's not dead. It's just you can't properly do it anymore. I guess probably that's the term that people are trying to coin without doing it. So. This is a great example. Uh, just um, one question before going to the closing is that, so this is, I always ask to my guest, uh, but here there are two people. So I just have to reframe it according to that. Uh, okay. So who was the, who was the last person that, um, how do I rephrase this? Okay. So I, I actually ask this like, who was the last person that you made smile today? That's the question I always ask, but probably there are two persons. So who made smile who last before this interview? Okay, is it as in within the family, outside the family? Uh, anything uh, within, between you two. So there are two people here. So between you two, who made love who? I think you uh, go first. Before this one. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, to him. Yeah, morning. Uh, I <laughs> I made him smile <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, that's right. Okay. You're making him smile even now. So this also counts. So <laughs> yeah, job done. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, awesome. You know, I think uh, why we, we compliment each other in those terms because, you know, whenever there is something tasty that comes to the table, there is an automatic smile on my face. <laughs> so so that's, that's, that comes naturally for her. Uh, but I think uh, we made, uh, you know, our daughter smile today because, uh, you know, I think... Yeah, we are, because uh, we are planning to, you know, uh, make pizza today. So that's too in our wow. new oven. <laughs> So she's really excited to have pizza because uh, 
uh, afternoon, you know, uh, we prepared some dal rice, uh, which she was not really interested to have. So we just um, uh, told her that, you know, we are going to uh, make pizza. So yeah, she smiled on that. And that is how she had her food in the afternoon. <laughs> Wow. Is that the first experimentation of pizza or is it like, no, no, <laughs> is it done no. already? It's prepared before we, also. Right. It's uh, there on the blog as well. Yeah. So we've made uh, pizza uh, earlier. Uh, so we just thought, you know, uh, weekend evening. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> great, great, great. So thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh, before closing, what do you want to give out to the audience that, you know, if people who want to start this sort of show, show the, the show that you're kind of having, uh, what is the best tip that you want to give it to them to grow their podcast? A show like this cooking show, if they're having it, what would be the best tip that you want to give them in order to grow? Uh, best tip, uh, I think it's consistency. So if you are, uh, I believe that whatever you're starting, uh, it's good to start, but you know, many I've seen people, you know, they're starting and just uh, going off. So I believe that uh, if you have started, if you have started something, you should be uh, consistent. You know, you should keep generating uh, uh, content so that, you know, your audience are stick to you. That's right. And <clears throat> you see, as in uh, my, my personal experience and, uh, I think it, it's quite a lot of time that I've spent online uh, doing a lot of different digital marketing. And I think I've, I've tried pretty much everything in terms of digital marketing. Uh, something that I've seen is that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an easy, it's pretty easy for us to kind of get disappointed because we think that uh, results, we, we'll start seeing results immediately. Yeah, from the first day you start Correct. something and you start thinking that, okay, today and <laughs> we'll start making money. You know, while we start everything uh, for passion, as in it might, I, I'm pretty passionate about it, but you start everything, but at some point, what you uh, are expecting is something in return, which is monetary returns. And, you know, when that doesn't happen and when you don't see a lot of audience, for example, I'm, I'm talking about podcasts, when you don't see a lot of uh, audience uh, or a lot of listens happening, you all of a sudden get motivated saying, okay, nobody is listening. Uh, I don't have an audience. What is the point of doing it? But the problem there is that, you know, when we quickly jump to a conclusion saying that it is not working out for me, what we actually don't do is introspect on seeing if we are doing everything right. It is pretty easy for us to kind of come to a conclusion saying it is not working for me. But what is important, and this is, this is uh, you know, somebody starting off needs to ensure that they, uh, as in they, they have this in their mind saying that it is not going to happen overnight in a month, maybe two months from now. But, you know, that, uh, that, that last, uh, that, that last hit that you're going to do maybe in the third month, is when that, uh, you know, uh, st as in that, that uh, stone will fall and there will be an opening at the end of the tunnel. But what we tend to do is we tend to quit a little too early before, as in uh, waiting and seeing and evaluating if we are doing everything right in order to get what we are expecting in terms of return. So my only tip is, like what she said, consistency, keep generating good content. Mm -hmm. And Never keep evaluating. Way. Don't look at the stats uh, just to see how many listens I'm getting. Instead, look at the stats 
to see if you are doing everything that you are supposed to do to get that stats up. So learn those things, learn the tricks of the trade, keep improvising on whatever it is that you're doing, promote it, promote it like mad and wait, keep generating content and you will see a point where, you know, uh, it's that last kick that, uh, that, that you might do and then uh, there, there is, uh, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. So that's, that's something that I, I think, uh, you know, anybody who's starting off needs to understand. And it's very typical of the digital marketing world. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it, I can agree on the point when you said that uh, when you see the stats and it's not uh, going up, it's not because it's not working out for you. No one is against you. No one's going to, you know, trash your entire stats. No one's going to do that. It's just, you're not doing the things right. So yeah, at that point, I guess uh, people really can uh, and should think of before, you know, quitting or, you know, uh, trying to do some other stuff and dropping everything off. So it's pretty, really great. Uh, is there anything else you want to ask me? Because it's the final episode of season five. Uh, like Dilip once said, uh, you're the show stopper. I, I don't know what to mention. <laughs> he mentioned like that. So any questions that you have for me, anything uh, you can ask? No, nothing. I think, uh, you know, it, it was a very interesting conversation. Yeah, it was, it was really great talking to you. Right. And, uh, you know, while uh, we connected uh, to each other, as in me and you, uh, through the podcasting university, which is my podcast, yeah, <laughs> uh, which which typically is is in the podcasting niche itself. But you know, it was mm-hmm. interesting. See, and that's how you know conversations kind of one conversation yeah. uh, leads you to the other. And mm-hmm. we are talking about the taste of India podcast today, so <laughs> it, it's interesting. It's nice. Uh, so it was a really good conversation. Yeah. And this is as in, uh, is this usually a a video podcast or are you uh, do you do it as an audio podcast itself? Yeah. So I actually kind of, uh, put audios on, you know, many platforms. I don't upload the video on YouTube because it's really big task editing the entire one, but I do create some small chunks of content and uh, put it down on Instagram, LinkedIn, all social medias, because, uh, I'm a micro content creator, so I have a team behind it, but mostly for my podcast, I do all the stuff. Uh, I just love you know, listening to it again, creating the chunks because people can listen to it, the small chunks right. when other than, you know, the entire big content. So that's how I possibly do it. So right. yeah, it'll be on Instagram, social media. I hope that's okay for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I've seen those because that's how, you know, I, I, I got to know about your podcast because I've seen those small mm-hmm. clippings of those yeah. conversations and it's a, it's a very good uh, idea. It's a very good, yeah. Right. Doing it, yeah. Thank you so much. And if people want to find you, uh, you know, your blog, you already mentioned uh, anything that extra that you want to mention, your website, your Instagram, your socials, uh, you can listen to them now. Yeah, we, we are available as in our website is the tastesofindia.com. That is the tastesofindia.com. And, uh, you know, our podcast is there as well. And our podcast is pretty much there on almost all, almost all the, the podcasting platforms. Thanks to some of these initial uh, you know, podcasting uh, as in companies that, that kind of, uh, you know, uh, partnered with us to, to yeah. distribute the podcast. So we are pretty much available on all the, plot, uh, the, the platforms. So the Taste of India is also available on uh, Instagram and everywhere the handle is the same. It is the Tastes of India. So you can find us on Instagram. We are there on Pinterest. Uh, we are also on, available on Karma. Right. Uh, the podcast is now available mm-hmm. on Karma 2.0 as well. 
That's great. That's great. So guys, uh, you heard them and definitely I've listed everything down in the uh, description below. So you can definitely go and check him out. And thank you so much, Dilip. And thank you so much, Pooja, coming on to the show. Thanks. It really means a lot. It was really fun. And uh, seeing as a power couple, it's just <laughs> made me, it's like, wow, it's, it's really nice. I would definitely uh, uh, hang this as my one of my <laughs> best moments <laughs> as seeing it. So definitely thank you so much. And uh, guys, you can connect with them uh, anywhere on social. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Thanks. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you have any questions about podcasting, then DM JB Ditchley on Instagram or send her a message on LinkedIn at Jeffrey Booker DJ. If you're a brand or individual who requires micro-content creation services, then you can also reach out to Jeffrey as well. 